Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alex Garrett Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. The irony is I really couldn't find my shoe the last few hours, and I finally did at the office. But, um, it's just wild, right? So Alex Garrett here, Alex G in NYC. It's just wild. Because uh, we'll get to adapting uh, when it comes to the phone, turning off the phone, that ad- adaptation that needs to be made. <laughs> but my stepfather and my dad have been trying to fix my roller wheels the last few days and last couple weeks. Well, once you know, we finally got some of it fixed. And it rains! It rains! So I've got to just, again, make sure the wheels are not rusted up because of the rain. I digress. That's just a little adaptation I've got to work on um, because I do not want my wheels to get ruined so I stall out. That would not be fun, and it never is uh, whenever the the wheels stall out on me. It it has happened. Believe me, it has happened. But here's what I want to talk about today, and there's so many things that are firing me up when it comes to this adaptability, adapting idea, adaptation. Trying to see someone who could talk about the layoff adaptation. Again, trying to see if someone would help me talk about the election adaptation needed for those in the uh, di- disabled community and elsewhere. But tonight, I want to talk about what I'm actually podcasting on. My phone. Our phones. And why does this come to mind? Because sometimes we all panic when it's 1% on the phone. And it's like, do we just let it die or do we keep worrying what happens if it dies till we get to a charging port? You know what I say? I say adapt enough to let it die. I think letting your phone run its course battery-wise or if you're not anywhere near an outlet anyway. Or if you do decide to turn off your phone, then be a better thing for you. And here's the key to let it Wait until you get home to charge it or to just turn it off on your way or whatever so you don't have all these notifications popping up. You have to do it. If you truly want to kick the phone addiction, you have to do it with this detached mentality to it, meaning, you know what? I really don't want to be on the phone right now. I don't want to keep scrolling. I want to just live my life. And I'm going to by turning off my phone. And furthermore, I'm not going to worry about who's texting me or calling me until I get home. It's amazing. Me time has always felt like you, you should be in the woods, the nature. You can be by the waterfront. You could do this on the other. But make sure if you do want to detach from your phone, you literally mentally and emotionally detach from it. Because 
if you decide to kick the phone addiction and, and actually just live in the moment and adapt to that environment, minus the phone, you're probably obviously going to worry about, am I missing something or am I not? Just, just throw that care away. Because I've always thought if my phone dies mid-transit, I don't have a charger on me or I'm not buying out lead. I always thought if my phone goes kafluki, that's God taking the wheel and saying, you know what, son, when you turn on your phone again or when you charge your phone again, either it's okay to have nothing on it or I put the right notifications on it for you. So I've always thought that when the phone dies, it's okay to just let it die. Because God's navigating that technology for you. Call me crazy, but but I think it is. Anyway, how about adapting to turning off the phone for 25 hours a week? 25 hours! Can anyone here literally do it for one? One. Uh, how about this? Can you do it for 30 minutes? Can you do it for 30 seconds, even? Well, I'm very impressed at this insider article I, I have called up from Talia Lakritz. Talia is an observant Jewish woman who does honor the Sabbath. And when that happens, the Jewish people do turn off their phone to honor the Sabbath. It's their covenant with God, actually, to turn off the technology. And so she does this Friday and Saturday, literally 24 hours a day, an hour and a day. And she says she, she actually finds it valuable during the pandemic. Some of the things, some of the things I noted in this was that we touch our phone according to statistics she found out 2,617 times a day. And we check it every four to six minutes. So my challenge to you right away is, are you willing to adapt with me and not check it every four to six minutes? Do you check it every four to six minutes? If you do, we've got we've to curb that. We've got to curb that. And I love that she's honoring the tradition of turning the phone off and not relying on technology. And we do, as she mentions, use it as an escape to get away from the world on our TV screens, right? But here's what she says happens when she adapts and turns off her phone. She finds herself blissfully relaxing like I finally come up for air. That's a powerful line. Like, to be buried in your phone and your face buried in the phone... Only to uh, see the world around you. Lift your head up, actually, and see the world around you. That's a big deal. That's a ginormous deal. So, with that being said... I'm willing to take a plunge, and maybe not 25 hours, but do it apportionately over the week. Say I'm going to adapt and set myself aside. You know what I do when I find myself scrolling too much? I love to handwrite. 
the anxiety that you could feel scrolling through your phone, and that's, I think, partly why we scroll, can be easily adapted to handwriting to ease that anxiety. The natural flow of writing can help somehow, at least for me, ease the mind. Can it ease yours? Can it ease yours? That's a great, that, that, that's an honest question. Can it ease yours? And I guess my other thing would be, if you, if you do get tired of scrolling and handwriting is not your thing, find out something and adapt to something else that you can do to be productive, not scrolling all the time, and also... Feel relaxed about it. So guess what? I'm here, right in front of me. I'm going to describe the scene to you because I have my head's up. I've got two garbage cans right in this, where I'm podcasting from. I've got a little football. A blue screen. A couple mics are in the studio here. And so to me, the biggest gift we can give ourselves is to adapt finally and lift our head back up out of the phone and into the world around us. Be cognizant again. Maca, make America cognizant again. I think the, the phone addiction is a reduction in cognizance because how many times do we talk about how nobody pays attention when they're on their phone, driving, walking, pedestrian, biking, whatever. Let's fix that by encouraging people to become cognizant by dropping the phone off the door or turning the phone off for a few hours. She adds she wishes that when she's on Shabbat, there are many moments where I wish I had a camera. Now, adapting to not having a phone actually can help you be back in the moment of your surroundings. When you don't have that phone, you're present, or, or when you choose to also not have the phone with you, when you choose to adapt to a life without the phone on you 24-7, you choose a better path. A path that says, all right, I'm going to see the world around me. I'm going to finally go up to people and, and not bury my face in my phone. I'm going to go up to people and talk to them. That's how we move each other forward. We say hi. <laughs> That's starters. I mentioned last week that I, I think there's dark forces behind the election. I think there's dark forces behind the phone. Somehow uh, there have been at work factions and, and, and habits that have been instilled in us to always be by our phone. You can't be without your phone. You need your phone on you 24-7. You need to touch the phone. You need to scroll through the phone. You need to almost be the phone. When if you look at it on the table, what is it really, guys? It's an object. It's, it is a lifeline because I think in the middle of a Subway trip, it, it would not be good to have an active cell phone. I think you need one underground, God forbid. But at the end of the day, we, we, we hold it. 
It's not a person. It's an object that's literally just sitting on our table daring us to touch it. And we beat that dare and we, we touch it all day long apparently. Four to six minutes a day. Every four to six minutes. According to Miss Talia's research. And here's the coolest thing that she says in this insider magazine called Digital Detox Phone Addiction. Talia, let me get you her name again so you can really uh, check out more of her work. Talia Lekritz, L-A-K-R-I-T-Z. She says it's, there's a spacious feeling in her brain when she adapts to the 25-hour phoneless week. I think we can do that. Maybe not right away. Maybe not in one day. But adapting to a phoneless society or a less phone-addicted society would be something I'm, I'm all in for. To lift your head up and say, hey, how are you doing? I'm all in for. To take those earphones out and talk to people. I'm all in for. You would think that adapting would be adaptability towards not, uh, how do you say this? To the phone. You would think adapting is actually adapting to a phone, actually having a phone, actually. A, a two- or three-year-old actually adapts to, not, to the phone now. But we have to retrain ourselves to readapt to not having the phone. That's my point. We have to re- retrain ourselves to adapt to the idea of not having your phone on all the time, to adapting to being okay with it dying on us mid-commute, to adapting to just making the conscious effort to detach. Because if we don't, and we don't adapt to in-person people again, literally talking in person again, we will have lost another facet. Communication. Talking. Face-to-face interaction. Calling each other up even. I love that on my birthday I got texts, I got Facebook messages personally. But I also loved hearing people's voices. So I'm doing that for my friends too now. I'm like, hey, I don't want to just text you happy birthday. I want you to hear happy birthday. I think there's such a adrenaline rush and a, and a, and a sentimentality, old-fashionedness to hearing someone's voice wish you happy birthday. And it it makes you stand out like, yeah, I want to be your friend still. I want to let you know that I'm not just dropping you a text, a like, a a post. I'm dropping you an actual form of connection beyond this. I'm actually getting back to reality and talking to you. Voice notes are real, people. Just hit the little side mic and you can record for people uh, notes, uh, voice notes and everything. And it's just so much easier. So much more personable. 
And I, I know that not being with the phone is such a P, uh, I'd say PTSD, an OCD thing. It's a worry. But we can make it not a worry. We can say, how can we get back to old fashioned? We are in an election cycle. And to me, staying connected through this whole time and using the phone to inform us, not distract us, is the best way we could do that. I think we inform each other through text, through voice notes, through conversation. And I think we inform each other and form a connect with the news by just focusing on updates that really should matter. Not just scrolling mindlessly, which I tend to do and you tend to do. We all tend to do. But the other night, my phone died. Or was about to die. And I made that conscious decision not to let it bother me anymore. And you can too. It's an adaptation, amazingly, from going off technology to going back into the real world and and seeing it for what it is. How many years do we struggle to say, well, I have to adapt to this technology, I have to adapt to this, to that, the smart board, this. Now we're all literally, I think, more encouraged to retrain ourselves to look at the environment over letters on a screen. To lift our head up. To, as Talia does say, get our head uh, come up for air. And I think that that happens in person. That happens in dating too, I should say. It is annoying when you're all, you know, when you're out and I, I, you know, it's. How do I I say this? It's just like if you're going to take someone out, take them out. Get off your phone and talk to them. See how that connection goes. Now, I'll admit in the morning, I do like to listen to my music because I need something to rub me up. And I guess I, I do like the introverted way I can just sit there and be me. But when you wake me up, I can't stand scrolling on the phone. When you wake me up, when I'm awake, I can't stand relying on this thing for conversation. I want to hear a voice. I want to readapt to what reality is. And the phone has taken us so far away from that that make the effort to not only be... Don't be afraid of a phone losing battery power. Don't be afraid of even losing your phone. Don't even be afraid of turning off your phone. Be afraid of how addicted you are to it or how much you need it. Because the more that need grows, the more that need is is needing to be fed. And the less connected you become, the more isolated you become. That's the danger zone right there. That's the danger spot. So don't be afraid to take that risk today and turn off your phone. 25 hours a week, I think we can do that sparingly every few, uh, every day, just a couple hours a day. And if you don't want to turn it off, that's fine, but don't even put it in your sight. Sometimes the trick I have is literally putting the phone o- turning the phone over during a conversation so I'm not even tempted 
to look at it. Only if there's like a dead spot in the conversation, maybe I'll check. And then the other adaptation we can have is have the phone on ringer. Because, you know, when you have that phone on ringer, I think there's a mentality like, all right, well, if something happens, I'll get it. I won't miss it. I've learned that far too many times. If the phone doesn't have the ringer on, I'm constantly checking it. Aren't you? And and actually, I'm going to continue this conversation into adaptation for the disabled community, for other communities of the phone itself. How the phone does benefit us. How we do adapt to it, adapt it itself to make it more accessible for us. Because it's not like the phone isn't useless. It's a lifeline. But it's not the end-all, be-all. And to make that decision to let it die and not worry about it dying till I get home changed my world. And I wanted to change yours too. To not worry about what would happen if you power it off. Power it off! If you really want to disconnect, turn it off. Then turn it on again when you really absolutely must need it. Alright? That's my ad- adapting today. Adapting to a phone that's either dead or turned off as you turn on the real world again. Let's try it. I'll tell you how I'm doing with it. Hope you do too. Alex.garrett21.yahoo.com Alex.garrett21 at yahoo.com And Alex G in NYC is my Twitter and Instagram and TikTok if you want to go there too. Have a great day, everybody.